Jasmina Gevaziv, Kakshi Jasmina, English Dash Tarahoto. Oh, that's a nice surprise, actually, that uh, you started in Bulgaria. Novosom Dobre, I'm very good. Thank you very much. And it's a pleasure to be here. Hey, you're listening to Innovators Can Laugh, the fun startup podcast. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. On ICL, we interview an innovative entrepreneur in the European tech startup scene every week. My goal is to have my guests share their wisdom while having a little fun in the process. Now let's dive in. So my guest today is Jasmina Geveziv, a performance nutrition coach and co-founder of Cardinal Bites. These are delicious protein balls with no sugar, perfect for people who want to maintain their figure. Jasmina, so excited to have you here. I was going through your LinkedIn profile and I'm curious because I saw that you were a TEDx speaker last year. What did you speak about? I spoke about self-sabotage because I have a long transformational story from my personal experience, which is from, from a person who had an eating disorder and problems with eating to a person who is a powerlifting champion twice, a bikini fitness enthusiast, a social entrepreneur, which is in the field of nutrition and better for you quality products to consume, functional products actually. So that was the story. So how I made it from the bottom with big problem, major problem, which is affecting the quality of life, like overeating to a person who is experienced in uh, nutrition. And right now I'm studying in uh, Stanford nutritional science. And I hope that uh, I can make it uh, through the selection and everything because it's a lot of studying and the grades are, the grades are really nice right now, but I don't know, it's a lot of competition and a lot of requests for everything just to, to make it. Uh, so yeah. I'm not sure how I'm gonna do it the time and if I'm going to, to, to make it to the final, but right now I'm studying in a uh, Stafford distance program, which is nutrition okay. science. Okay, well, let's go back here because you mentioned you were a power lifter. As a kid, did you want to grow up and be a power lifter? Oh, no, I didn't know what is power lifting three years ago, actually. It was uh, really fun <laughs> because I had some problems with this hearing. I have uh, problems with the back. From, In the lower uh, back? Lower back, yeah, from yeah. Uh, training with uh, not the proper exercise technique and to just yeah. think what I, I shouldn't lift that way. And yeah. uh, that meant to problems with the lower back. And the doctor yeah. said that I should not lift anything more than two kilos for the rest of my life and etc. And I should train swimming and yoga, but be really careful with yoga because I can make something bad for my lower back. Okay. So I started with an orthopedic specialist to just to strengthen my, my back. And that led, that led to deadlift as a exercise. And I had a dream during my teenage years to compete in bodybuilding, but I've never had the the fear for that, the, the form, physical form. And uh, because of the overeating, I wasn't with the proper low level of body fat to mass. And, but my strength was, was increasing during yeah. the time I was training for the deadlift just to strengthen my lower back. Yeah. And so uh, my strength was increasing and my trainer said, you can do powerlifting. And I was, what's that? <laughs> Please tell me more. And he said, that's squats, that deadlift. And uh, yeah, there are three exercises in, in this, uh, three movements during this competition. Yeah. And uh, actually, yeah, started with that. Uh, I 
train a lot. I learned a lot. And for three months, I increased my strength several times. I started with a squat of 40 kilos, for example, and I did 100 kilos for three months. Totally natural. And that's called the new beginning. And so, you know, when you're underdeveloped and you haven't seen your potential at the beginning, you just see your strength every day is increasing. And that's the new beginning. So I feel some strength, but I've never yeah. flourished that way. So yeah. that's the condition. And that was the start. A hundred kilos is a lot. I do the dit lift sometimes, but I, I hardly ever put more than... Oh, I don't know, maybe uh, 30 or 40 kilos on, on the barbell. Oh, I did lift is uh, 120, actually. Okay. <laughs> that, that <was> <laughs> yeah. You know, I've read some articles that say the deadlift is the, the best exercise for overall muscle because it, it, it impacts mm -hmm. the shoulders, the back, mm -hmm. and the legs. And uh, if you're going to do one exercise for strength, a lot of people say the deadlift is your exercise. So it seems to be you're really good at it, huh? You uh, actually, there are a lot of compound movements. Uh, squat is one of them, and it's, re it's really, really good for the lower part. Also, hip thrust for gluteus maximus. The, Third exercise actually was bench press in during the, the powerlifting. It's uh -huh. a really good uh, compound exercise for the upper level of the body. Yeah. So uh, my advice <laughs> is to train both compound muscle exercises and exercises if you want uh, to form your body to have uh, some hypertrophy when I'm training because right now it's it's really chaotic. It shouldn't be that way. I'm not proud of that. Okay. But uh, the way I train when I train for bikini, for example, and just to, I entered this competition mode, my, I, I train five times a week and the muscles as big muscles that, that are days for muscle, these are shoulders, shoulder day, back day, tails day, yeah. leg day. <laughs> Every day is something. Because it's, uh, it's really important for the bikini. Okay. So I uh, want, yeah, that's it. Last question about the last question about your 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 experience doing this before we dive into cardinal bites and some other stuff here. Has this ever happened to you where you're in the gym and some guys in there he's trying to impress you and he thinks that he's lifting a lot of weight and then you go and you add more weight on the on the barbell? Has that ever happened? Yeah, actually, yeah, and that, yeah, <laughs> and it was pretty fun because uh, to my time I just saw a guy who is lifting a lot of weights and he didn't lift them in the proper way. And uh, he's going to make a- or He's going to inch, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I went there and uh, I just showed him the proper position and he was like, you're a girl. Wow, why are you, why are you embarrassing me that way? And I was just trying to help. So they don't like me very much because of that, uh, because they're embarrassed. <laughs> but that's right. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not uh, giving anyone advice if someone is not asking you for me because they're just embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would imagine they would be. Okay. So I was also curious because I also saw that you were a brand ambassador for brands like Lenovo, Lidl, Walkmart, and a few others. How did you become a brand ambassador for these brands? Oh, it's pretty fun. Actually, that was around my powerlifting and bikini and sport, sports career, which was 2019. So not that long ago. And they just uh, recognized me as a person with a lot of will, motivation. I had a big uh, news complaint here in Bulgaria in all the national media. So they just recognized me. I was uh, recognizable because of that media exposure. Gotcha. That was uh, for Walmart and, and, 
at Lido and from Lenovo. That was around my, my career as an entrepreneur at the beginning because one client of ours, of Cardinal Bytes, was in a really nice position in Lenovo. And he said that he liked our product, he liked our fast-growing development, and they're looking for ambassadors who are embodying that, that values of Lenovo, which is innovation, creativity, flexibility, and he just need, needed a businesswoman who is a recognized one, who is a startup entrepreneur in a fast-growing business, so, which is also with a big media exposure. So we're... Uh, pretty popular here. We have, I had an interview actually on Monday, uh, on our biggest television here, which is going to be, uh, live next month. So it's called BTV, um, that, that media, yeah. uh, company. So we, we have interviews actually every week, for example, or every two weeks. So yeah, we're just in the news. We're trying. Okay. All right. Well, let's jump to Cardinal Bytes. What do mm -hmm. customers get excited about when they first try them? And what are they? Can you just tell the audience a little bit about this? Yeah, of course. I'm looking uh, here if I have some, but I have only the Bombardier right now to show you. This is the Bombardier. This is uh, Cardinal Bytes. It's pretty cool uh, inside because it's uh, eco-friendly luxury gift box. But as a whole, Cardinal Bytes, we produce protein temptations with no added sugar. Our first product and flagman product is protein bowls. They're with no added sugar. They're with uh, signature taste, which are made for us. They're protected in the pantomimes of Bulgaria for its uniqueness. Mm. We are the first protein bowls on the Bulgarian market. Gluten-free, lactose-free for most of the flavors. No trans fat, uh, fats, no artificial, I'll say, intelligent <laughs> <laughs> And so the whole point of the company is to transform temptations to protein innovations and just to eat sweets because I love sweets. And so most of the women, for example, are craving sweets and do not feel guilty when they consume them. Just to eat sweets, stay in shape and to the next, next task of your day with a free mind. Yeah. Every night, my wife and I, we eat chocolate. You know, we tell the kids no candy and we put them to bed and then we break out the chocolate for ourselves, right? But this wow. is becoming a bad habit. So I feel like maybe we should try these and because they're healthy, maybe they could replace the chocolate. And so uh, we won't feel guilty. It's chocolate. It's protein chocolate and it's with no sugar. Not okay. just no other sugar. It's with no sugar. And we just want to have the most functional chocolate, uh, which is totally guilt-free. And yeah, that's our next product that we're working with uh, right now at the moment. Oh, I'd love to try them. I'd love to try them when they become available. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, soon. <laughs> okay, so the first Cardinal Bites, did you make them in your kitchen or did you have did you have an idea and you told uh, somebody, you know, a chef about them? And how did you experiment to get where they are now? Yeah. Final product. Uh, next one, actually, uh, that's the, the, the second option. That's the right guess. I'm not a chef. I'm not a cooker and uh, I'm not really good at that, but I love sweets and I'm also uh, in the fitness industry and yes. I know the problems. I know what I'm seeking for, looking for, which is to have high quality protein, no added sugar, reduced calories, for example, and to be tasty. Uh, yeah. so that's the, the, the basis. 
to just to eat some sweets and feel happy about it. So that was the start to like uh, brief and what's on the market, what I want from a product. And uh, a friend of mine at that time, she's a pastry chef and she became a co-founder at the beginning of the company. And she realized the first the first flavor, which is Coco Rose and Maklop, and it's protecting the patent office of Bulgaria, as you already know and I mentioned. And the next, the next two flavors, which is hazelnut chocolate with orange and goji berry. And Sounds good. It is. Yeah. And white chocolate, vanilla and figs. So these two flavors, they're made by MasterChef finalist, who is also an overall bodybuilding champion, Balkan champion here. And yeah, he did the, the second and the third flavor. Yeah. And with that flavor, in the kitchen, mate, we just hired the good uh, technologists, food technologists, and uh, we went to our production facility to do the fine tuning and do it in a mass scale. So that's the the traction for for the flavors. Ah, very interesting. Okay, now have you taken on any investment? And if so, what was that experience mm -hmm. like to get your first investor on board? Yeah, we have investors. It's it's pretty new actually. Our valuation to March this year was one million level, which is five hundred thousand euro, and uh, we had a pre-seed funding of ten percent, which is fifty thousand euro for that. So yes, we have an investment. Before that, uh, and we actually received it this September. So for two years and more, two two years and two months. And we're totally bootstrapped and it's our money with our uh, partners. I have a strategic partner who is uh, the ex-general uh, manager of Mondelez, mm -hmm. Bulgaria. And Mondelez is a uh, part of Kraft. It's one of the biggest food companies in the world. It's uh, that's milk, Oreo, Toblerone, uh, Sushart, for example. So Kenbury. So the general manager for Bulgaria, she's a partner of mine and she possessed 20% in our company. So that's the team, but uh, it's, it's totally bootstrapped until now. Okay. And so uh, right now we are scaling with our next products, with the national distribution and potential export. How are you getting the product to market? Any specific tactics that you're using to get stores to uh, display the product and sell it for you? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty traditional in our case, and in most cases, actually, at least in Bulgaria, we just have a distributor uh, who is a big one. It's one of the it's the first bio bio distributor in Bulgaria. So this is a 15 year old company which has a, a good product, innovative product. So right now we are in 200 and plus locations in Bulgaria, okay. mostly in Sofia. This is made for three months, last three months. Okay. So we're increasing with around 50 new uh, locations per month. Okay. And we are right now in all the big gray shops in Bulgaria. There are several green bio, bio shops. So we are there. Okay. How does that work? Because I don't know. Does, does the distributor say, we'll, we'll, we'll market your products to these stores. We'll get them in the stores, but if they don't sell or if the, if the stores don't, if, if they're not selling, then we'll no longer be your distributor. I'm, I'm just, just from a very high level. How does that relationship work? They take a really nice percentage for them. And okay. so we sell them at a lower price for the distributor. Oh, so they're like a wholesaler. Okay. Okay. You're like, okay. Yeah, wholesale yeah. price. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. And actually our product is with uh, one year, one year duration. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
the product, so we don't have garbage. So I don't know if I'm set, but yeah, it's it's a pretty long duration, so it's it's nice. It's rotating very well, actually. So yeah, that's okay. Uh, Okay. Now, has it, has there been a time in your life, and it doesn't have to relate to Cardinal Bites, but has there been a time in your life that you thought you were onto something, but it turned out to be totally wrong? Maybe you had a really good business idea and you pursued it and you were, it totally turned into, you know, it was unsuccessful. Actually, I haven't failed the business yet, but because I have two businesses, I haven't failed, but they have transformed. For example, when I started with my uh, previous business, which is called uh, Binge Off, it's uh, helping people with eating problems, with overeating problems. I'm a qualified nutritionist for what I saw is that when you're, when you have problems with eating, which are eating disorders, I don't have the right to advise people for that because I'm not a medical doctor or I'm not a psychiatrist. And so it's part of the, it's part of the law. It's the, the health law here. So what I did is to pivot the positioning pretty soon. Actually, I just, from the moment I hired an advocate for that and he told me I'm doing something wrong, I just pivoted to helping people to strengthen their healthy relationship with food. So I'm not talking about big cheating. I'm not talking about uh, eating disorders. It's just about sustainable eating habits. Okay. So Okay. So let's pretend, for example, I had a problem with food. I reach out to consult with you. What would be like a typical plan for me? How would you, what would you tell me or advise me? Well, it's case by case, but first of all, we have a conversation, which is around 30 minutes for your specific daily life, your specific problems, struggles, etc. But if you have a nutrition plan, it's totally individual. It's for your macros, your calorie needs, your purposes. We don't label foods as good or bad, for example. Yeah. It's all about moderation. Uh, it's really good if you want to track your food at some point. Just if you want to be accountable to someone, for example, me as uh, your trainer, I should see your food at some point. Uh, it's easier if you use uh, applications and just, I have a direct view of your food with the application. There is Fat Secrets, for example, is one of these applications and I just see your food at real time. So you don't have to screenshot me anything. Also, if you just, you know, take a picture of your food, if you don't want to track, that's also reliable and, and so it's okay for tracking. So it's all yeah. about the individual plan and it's about your food preferences, your goals, your metabolic state, your way of life right now. Uh, so yeah. it's a lot of calculations actually. There's formulas for, for that. There are formulas, formulas how to uh, calculate your protein intake, fiber intake. So yeah, that's it. That's the, how to say it. So the, the, the way to go as a example. Yeah. We did a lot of, uh, we do a lot of self-help exercises uh, once a week. I send a lot of educational materials. So people are the ones that I'm working yep. with, but they're just increasing their uh, food education at the same time. <laughs> okay. It sounds like you're so much more than just, a, than just a nutritionist coach that you're actually really making a positive impact in the, in your clients' lives here. Last question before we go, this is sort of a fun question. You're going to fill in the blank on this one. Okay. Jasmina, the question is, instead of flowers for Valentine's Day, 
you would rather receive blank protein balls <laughs> <laughs> okay protein balls all right jasmina thank you so much for being a guest on innovators collab it was a pleasure having you here pleasure having you having be here thank you very much for the invitation one more time and yeah i'll be available for any next time if you want yeah um, i'll include the the Thank you. I I'll include the links to Amina where you can get in touch with her in Carnal Bites and the show notes for everybody listening. Thank you so much. Tell everybody else about it. That's how we grow. And until next week, keep hustling out there and have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscollab.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks.